0: Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. On Yahoo Sports Radio. Hey, Goose, you
1: know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? Good news. It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I'll tell you what, Goose, you know where you should go right now? Burger King. You get five items for only $4. It's a bigger meal for a better deal, only at Burger King. Our next guest, Herman Edwards, not only was a key figure in one of the most iconic plays in NFL history, The Miracle of the Meadowlands, and one of the most iconic sound bites in NFL history. You play to win the game. That's right. He was a successful head coach, <laughs> taking two different franchises to the playoffs. Boy, I never get tired of that soundbite. Now, of course, he's an analyst for ESPN as well as the guy most often mistaken for, yes, Tony Dungy. And I'm not kidding. Herm Edwards, thanks for joining us.
2: <laughs> it's my pleasure. And you're right with that last statement. <laughs> I um, know. Yeah, were we, Tony and myself, we generally call each other all the time about two weeks down the road. and. <laughs> How many did you get this week? He says, I got three. And I said, well, I got four. And they call him uh, Herm Edwards, and they call Tony you me. So it's all good.
0: Herm, I remember visiting you in your first year as an assistant on Tony's staff in Tampa. Specifically, I remember your office. It was a closet, literally <laughs> a closet. You opened the door, and there was a wood slab serving as your desk. You pulled up a chair and sat down. Remember, I pulled up a chair, and the two of us sat there conversing in that <laughs> tight little hallway outside your closet. At the end of the day... You remove the chair close the door can I assume you have little better accommodations at ESPN these days
1: <laughs>
2: just a little bit better but I tell you what we had a lot of fun coaching that football team we really did and Tony was a guy that uh, when I when I first joined him down there the first thing he said now he says um uh, he says um I'm going to be the good cop, you're going to be the bad cop. I said, okay. And then I told him, I said, look, the bad cop needs a bigger jail than you put me in right now. (laughs)
1: Well, Herm, I'm going to put you in the way back machine, too. I'm going to take you back to your first NFL coaching stop. That's, of course, working with Marty Schottenheimer in Kansas City in the early 1990s now. You were on a defensive staff that included Tony and Bill Cower, and, of course, Marty himself was a former defensive coordinator. Just wondering... How did that defensive think tank, which is pretty good, shape you as a coach?
2: Well, it helped me a lot. Uh, You know, as you know, Marty is, you know, he was uh, his second life, he was going to be a teacher rather than a football coach. So he was very detailed and organized. And and Tony had played under, um, obviously, in in Pittsburgh, uh, played under Chuck Knoll. Uh, He had a lot of, uh, obviously, a lot of information in there. And, And then Bill. Was, was actually a former teammate of mine early uh, in Philadelphia. And then when it went to Cleveland, became a special team coach, so was under Marty's watch. So it was just a group of a lot of guys. And, and there was really no ego, it was just a matter of what we were going to do. We were pretty simple on defense. We had two really good guys that can rush. Think about Derek Thomas, the late Derek Thomas, and Neil Smith. We had some great corners, and we played a lot of man coverage. I mean, we really did. You're talking about in today's world where. You see a lot of teams wanting to play a lot of man to man. We were one of those teams. We played a lot of singles uh, safety high and got after them with our rush. And we we're an old time football team. We had two big backs and, and ran our backs in there and try to beat people. You know, back in the day, then you could win uh, ten to six, and you thought you scored a lot of points.
0: You were Tony Dungy's first hire at Tampa as his assistant head coach. Now I'm assuming you'll be in Canton when he goes into the hall this August. Has there been another head coach who has had greater historical impact on the game than Tony Dungy?
2: No. And uh, I say that, and, and, and I might be biased, uh, but I've known this man since 1977. Uh, we met in the in the all-star games. Uh, we played in the Hula in Japan Bowl. That's when I first met Tony. He was on a bus ride. We were going to practice, and uh, I kind of introduced myself. To her. I said, I it was at Tony Dungeon. And I asked him, I said, well, what, what, you know, I said, what, you play safety? And he looked at me and he says, uh, no. And he says, I said, well, what, you play corner? And he said, no. Nah. And I said, what is this new play? He said, I play quarterback. I said, you play what? Said, you don't play quarterback. And he looked at me and he said, no, I play quarterback. I said, get out of here. You ain't play no quarterback, man. So what school did you go to? <laughs> University of Minnesota's quarterback. I said, you didn't the, the, like, and then, I, I, you know, we go to practice and he's the quarterback. And I'm going, he's the quarterback. That's interesting. It's nineteen seventy seven now. One of many black quarterbacks <laughs> major college football team. And so that was kind of shocking. And then, you know, from there we beca- we just became friends. I mean, we, we we had a lot of things in common. And he went to Pittsburgh and I went to Philadelphia. Uh, he started coaching way before I did. And uh, I'd always see him on the Steelers' sidelines as we talked, you know, when I was playing I and mean, then he went to San Francisco and then all of a sudden you know his his coaching, his coaching ability just kind of transcended the whole deal. And um, I worked with him obviously in uh, Kansas City, and uh, then when he went to Minnesota to become the coordinator, I stayed there, and then was really on 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 pace maybe try to become a GM. And um, he got the, he got his first job in Tampa, and I can remember the call. He calls me. He says, "Look, he says, Ernie, you got to come down here." I told her, "I him." I said, "Look, I got a great job, man. We're in the playoffs all the time. I said I got a chance to be a GM." You know, and he's going. You got to come help me. I said, Tony, I've given you mother names, you know, and he called another guy. He calls me three days again, three days later, and says, you got to come. And I went, okay. So I go down there, sure enough, you know, and we hit off, no no doubt about it. And I find out later that he has Monty Kiffin, Lovey Smith, and obviously uh, Rod Marinelli. They're sitting in the defensive room, and when I walk in there about three days later after, you know, Tony's been trying to hire me and I finally come, they go, we can finally have meet And I said, what do you mean? He says, well, Tony, he'd come back every day. Says, I ain't got him yet, but I'm going to get him. Don't worry about it. You can't have meat I get
1: <laughs> Hey, Herm, any chance that people can't make the same mistake that those people on the plane do and induct you instead of Tony?
2: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be kind of kind funny of, if I if I walked up there, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, we're speaking with the SP for the world. Yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't either. We're going to be there. You know, Uh, guys. Yeah, I'm going to be there. You know, we're speaking with ESPN's Herman Edwards on the Talk of Fame Network. And Herman, 2002, of course, you won your only division title with the Jets. What's notable about that? Patriots didn't Mm. win it. They didn't win the AFC East that year, and that's one of only two division titles New England hasn't won in the last 15 years. And of course, as you know, it's a period that includes four Super Bowls. Question: Is this the greatest dynasty of all time?
2: Yeah, I would say in, in this reason, um, in, the, in the world we play in now, with the changing of players with free agency, you know, back in Pittsburgh's era, San Francisco's era, Dallas's era, you could keep your teams pretty much intact. But I, but I think in today's world, with all the changes that have gone on in different franchises, it's very difficult to do what they've been able to do. Now, two things come in, come to mind when you think about that organization. Well, three things. Ownership, uh, obviously, it starts there with Mr. Kraft, the head coach, and then the quarterback. And they've been probably more consistent than any other organization in, in the last, what, 15, 20 years.
0: Herm, you played against Joe Montana. You also coached yeah. on a Kansas City team that Montana took to the AFC title game in 1993.
2: Montana or Brady? Oh, boy. I say this. If I had either one of them, I'd I'd still be coaching. I know that. Um, (laughs) I would say this. Joe was probably the guy that really, really allowed quarterbacks with maybe not the strongest arm, not the biggest stature, but the ability to have accuracy. He was remarkable. Tom Brady, for me, is a guy that has done it with different players. He's unique. I mean, he has had a different cast of players, it seems like, every other year. It's never the same offense. It's always different players. One thing has been consistent, his ability to adapt to the players and really put him in position to be really good players. So I think they both come away differently. I don't like to choose. I just think they're different. They both go down in history as two of the best quarterbacks ever to play position. That's what you guys decide. You guys do all that. And stuff. I don't. I I stay out of it. I, I just think I played against Joe. He had one of the greatest receivers to ever play football. And Jerry Rice. Where when you think about Tom Brady, you know Randy Moss. The one year uh, now he has a tight end that will go down. If he can stay healthy, He's one of the greatest tight ends ever playing. Gronk. So kind of ironic. You know, at the end um, Brady has a guy now that um, if he can stay healthy, it's, it's a tough matchup for you.
1: Hey, Herm, we got to go, but uh, always thanks for the time. You're, you're terrific Like listening to you, and I'll tell you what, we're going to look for you on TV tonight. Thanks very much. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Talk to you later. Hey, thanks, Herm. Good thanks talking so to you. Good,
0: good, good thanks. To you Thank yep. you thanks, Herm. Bye.
1: That was former head coach Herman Edwards. Next stop, Hall of Fame voter Bob Glauber and Dr. Data on Laramie Tencel. The draft or not the draft? That is the question. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to Grasshopper.com.